Didn't give him money for any paramilitary crap. No. Um, but I mean, I gave him shells for target practice when I was up here shooting. In season two of Sounds Like Hate, we're the only journalist granted exclusive access inside the fortified headquarters of the neo-Nazi hate group, The Base. I'm Geraldine Moriba. And I'm Jamila Paxima. A warning to our listeners, much of what you hear will be disturbing. Our story contains offensive language and discussions about the violent collapse of America. Watch your step there the hills up here. We traveled with Eric Webb as he returned for the first time to see what remained on his family farm in Bad Axe, Michigan, after a major FBI raid. The FBI wouldn't have done this. I mean, they wouldn't have just thrown stuff on the ground because the rest of the house wasn't all trash looking. They went through everything, which you're supposed to do on a search warrant, but still. Webb is an optometrist and a divorced father of two boys. This looks like a dark place where there was no good. When his son, Tristan, moved to the farmhouse, the 17-year-old invited as many as five other radicalized white supremacists to join him. This is when the Webb property became a hate camp. Where Michigan paramilitary training for the base took place. They have all of their Nazi paraphernalia in one of these barns. The garage. Okay. I think that, that? I think yeah, I think the FBI took all that though. Webb says he was worried about the hunting rifles and long guns his son and roommates had access to, especially after they showed up in town at a George Floyd rally brandishing semi-automatic rifles. He thought he was standing up for something. And I told him, I said, you went about it the wrong way. Webb took no responsibility for his son's actions. I can't believe that is legal. To let my son be in a pressure cooker situation like that with a loaded weapon, and it's legal. That's for the police officers and National Guard to stand guard, not, not a 17-year-old kid. As soon as I entered the home, I saw carnage everywhere. Closets were empty, drawers turned inside out, piles of clothing on the floors, and white power stickers exclaiming, hate is not a crime, were stuck to virtually every bedroom window. In the past, have you walked in here and seen something different? What did yeah, you? What was like, in here? I think they had a Nazi flag or one of those iron. I think they had an iron cross or something out here, like on the wall. What do you say to your son who's hanging a Hitler poster in his room or in your garage? I tell him I don't agree. Why don't you just take it down? It's your home. I'm I'm not confrontational. I'm a peace guy. And I'm not gonna get in a fight with people over something that silly. And I figured if I if I tear it down, if I just pull rank, I'm your dad, I lose the battle. I, I'm I'm not letting you see your error. Webb says when he visited, he didn't ask his son or the other men to remove these symbols of hate off his property. He refused to accept his son had already set up the perfect place to bring white supremacists to live. 
And there's a swastika on the bathroom door. So when you see this swastika spray painted inside your house, it's disgusting. During an eight hour raid, the FBI searched every room, the attic and crawl spaces. They removed the Nazi memorabilia, a dozen gas masks and surveillance equipment. But their report did not mention anything about weapons. This is the gun cabinet? Mm -hmm. And you thought that they would not break into it? No. It has a piece of glass on it. Oh, I know, but... Break into that thing. Oh, I know, but I wasn't worried about someone doing it. I mean, you do that once and then you're, you're done. On the floor in the sunroom, there was evidence. The FBI had cleaned out the gun cabinet. I saw several empty ammunition boxes and two empty handgun cases. A white guy saying, end apartheid now, whistling. And another guy peeing on his leg. Roll but over white man. What, what are you holding? Black? It looks like a pamphlet, right? Well, it's just more propaganda. It's all about black people. It's using the N-word. It's using the word What's what on a mind? I mean, this stuff is awful. Seeing that bothers me because seeing it's that... It's so disturbing. It's He believes that he's not racist, but when you see that... Why would he hang this on a wall? Um, white supremacists, to me, are the people that believe white people are superior. And I don't believe... Tristan has ever expressed that he's a he's a white separatist like he loves Malcolm X coming up in season two of sounds like hate the father of a white supremacist he white supremacy he's you don't think so no because he he's about, he's like Malcolm he, X he really believes like he's, he's a, that the way he lives the purity that he wants that he doesn't want race mixing that's he He's said to racist. me. And his son, who was openly preparing for a race war and the collapse of America. They were moving towards more involvement in the group and training in general. Um, just moving towards making training everything in, light, in our lives and only focusing on that and focusing on the uh, movement. Huron County 911. Do you have an emergency? In Baseless 4, we reveal what prompted this 911 call. Is that the, that's the assault rifle? Yeah. Okay, I do not want you to go back to that house. Do you understand me? Follow our investigation into that house and find out what was going on inside when the FBI arrested the Michigan leader of the base. I'm Jamila Paxima. And I'm Geraldine Moriba. Newest episodes of Sounds Like Hate are available wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Subscribe today. And remember, give us a rating and leave a review. It really helps. Thank you.